Hi, this is Carrie. And this is Kathy. And welcome to <gasps> Naturally. Naturally. Da, da, da. We are on round two of this episode, to be honest with y'all. <laughs> Do we want to share the sad. Yeah, I'm going to share. Round one. So, round one of this episode, we recorded at, at Kathy's house and. I used left. a new piece of software. Yeah, we we used something like an online software because mm-hmm. we didn't have all of our normal, all of our stuff. normal setup. So um, we normally use GarageBand on my MacBook, mm-hmm. but we didn't have my MacBook with me to so where we could use it. So we used her computer, used this online software, recorded the whole episode, and it played back in the software. But then when you downloaded it as an MP3. Nothing. So Nothing. we're re-recording. We're re-recording, which that's okay. I think it'll be better the second time. Some things is in life are better the second time. Yes, you know? like, I agree. Um, what are maybe some examples? Um, hiking a trail. Hiking a trail. I think the second time is better than the first because you see all the little you, details, and and also you see the differences between the. Second time and the first time. Yeah. Or watching mm-hmm. a really good movie. See, I'm not good at watching movies over and over again. Same thing with books. Oh. I don't know how people buy books. I'm a library person just because then you can give it back. And I'll be real you with you. Story forever. The best thing to do two times is watch New Girl. All the way through. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we can agree on that. I love New Girl. And it's just really funny. And honestly, it's better the second time through. Second times. American comedy. How many times have you watched it? Three. Me too. Yeah. Three. And maybe like some episodes four. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to a certain point where you. I just have a favorite episode. Know the back. good episodes that you like and you go to those. Yeah, I agree. So. Uh, Not to get off track. But. We're getting a little <laughs> off track here. But um, today our main idea that we're trying to drive home with you guys is that sometimes just believing in something makes it better. Makes life a little more fun. Makes life a little bit more fun. So we're going to talk about a myth, a legend to some, maybe fact to others. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be centered around the question of do you believe in Bigfoot? Sasquatch. Yeti. The Fook Monster. Oh, well, Fook me, the Fook you. Monster. That one was new to me when we, so that was a complete surprise the first time we did this. I was like, um, kazoo type? What? So Carrie's going to explain in this episode what the Fook Monster is mm-hmm. and how that specifically relates to Arkansas. Yeah, so... And then... Mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk about different evidences that beloved Bigfoot is hanging out. Yeah, so I so, actually... I found a really great article talking about this from About You magazine. Yeah. About the Fook monster, also called the Skunk Ape, the Momo... The skunk ape. How would you like to be called the skunk ape, honestly? Well, what do they smell like? Well, call an apple anything but an apple, I suppose. Or a wood booger. 
a woodworker. Okay. That's funny. But to, to even say before sightings in Arkansas, we're going to focus on sightings of Bigfoot in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, but centuries before, there have, before today, you know, hundreds of years ago, there's been numerous Native American tribes with tales including large hair-covered creatures and there's even been petroglyphs found in California de- depicting what some would say is an early Bigfoot. Um, people from across the country, from the Pacific Northwest to the South, um, all have reports that are similar whenever you look at what exactly they're describing. So, um, the first supposed evidence of a Bigfoot was found by David Thompson, who was a British explorer in 1811. This was in Alberta, what is now Alberta, Canada. It wasn't then yet. And he came across a strange track, like a footprint in the ground. And he wrote in his journal, the, the men and Indians would have it to be a young mammoth, and I held it to be the track of a large, old grizzly bear. Yet the shortness of the nails, the ball of the foot, and its great size was not of that of a bear. Otherwise, that of a very large old bear. Old bear, sorry. His claws worn away, the Indians would not allow. And he mentioned that several times in his journal, talking about that was not a bear. So that's what we many people think to be the first account of a Bigfoot. documented, written down Bigfoot. Um, but in 1958, a lot of us know about this, the, there was the Bigfoot sighting in California, Northern California. And so that's kind of like the origin of, you know, what Bigfoot has been within the time span of America, to be honest. But they also, while a lot of these places and documentations of Bigfoot are in the Pacific Northwest. There are some that are here in Arkansas. So we have our own Sasquatch story, and we call it the Fook Fook Monster, Monster, located in a small town of Fook, just outside of Texarkana, which is, if you're looking at a map, the most southwestern corner of Arkansas, close to Texas. Um. And the f- one of the first sightings in Arkansas was in 1971, according to this. And it was a very close encounter. Uh, Elizabeth Ford reported that a hairy, clawed arm came in through a window. She screamed and alerted her husband, Bobby Ford, and his brother, Don, who were out hunting together. Bobby rushed back to the home where the creature allegedly put his arm around his shoulder and grabbed him. Panicked, he broke free and ran into his home so fast that he barreled through the front door without opening it. Bobby and Dawn fired their guns at the creature, driving it away, but no blood was ever found. They reported to the local constable that they had been attacked by an ape-like monster with red eyes around 7 feet tall and weighing from 300 to 500 pounds. An investigation found scratches on their porch and three toed footprints in their yard. And after this incident, 
there were other sightings of strange creatures from previous decades that pointed to further evidence of the Fook monster's existence. So this is the first, like, wildly known incident. Um, but one of the general things about this was that it was a monster with a terrible odor, like a cross between a skunk and wet dog. Mm-hmm. Pleasant. It smells really good. And it gained other names like Boggy, Boggy, Boggy Creek Monster mm-hmm. and Swamp Stalker. Oh. I don't like the second one. Oh, I was supposed to say, not in this day and age. No, and that's where, you know, we got The Legend of Boggy Creek, which is a 1972 film. When I put out, I pulled out my phone because as soon as you had red eyes, I looked up like apes and they, yeah, chimps and they do have kind of more hazelish like red eyes to them. So, right. Um, so here's another, that's one, that's one of the many times that people have said that they saw, um, a Bigfoot or Fook monster um, in Arkansas. There's many, many different accounts throughout the state. And there's not a whole, there's evidence in my mind that points towards the existence of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually listened to a really great podcast by Cliff. Uh, I don't remember his last name. Cliff. Let me Google it really fast. What was the name of the podcast that it was? It was on, on Wild Ideas Worth Living. Okay. Um, and Cliff is, if you're anything like me, um, then your dad probably grew up with you sitting in the living room with him, and y'all were watching them try to call in Bigfoot by smacking the trees with sticks. Was he on those episodes? My dad loved those episodes whenever I was a kid. I'm sure, I don't know if he still watches them or not, but it's Cliff Barockman. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, And he does research about Bigfoot and he has story after story after story and casts of the footprints and evidence of, um, evidence and accounts of people that have seen, witnessed, or experienced a Bigfoot in some way, uh, whether that was the smell or a sighting that they had themselves. And he he really, in this podcast episode, which I'll definitely link to this in the comments, um, talks a lot about the just the biological structure mm-hmm. and how he has been able to rule out that it's not a person in a suit. It's... Definitely not, like, a different creature because it looks so wildly different from anything else in North America. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things that, like, it's exciting to get to talk about and Mm -hmm. see what other people think. think. Mm -hmm. Such a division. Between the two, yeah. Either you believe or you don't. (laughs) And the people that believe are like, oh my gosh, I believe. I believe. And then the people, and then the people that don't, don't are like, well, <laughs> or they're like, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna judge you, yeah. So, um, but I want to hear Kathy. That's kind of like my background yeah. story, yeah. of 
Bigfoot in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You, you'll probably, if you drive through the state of Arkansas, you'll see a Bigfoot cutout. That it's very, it's, it's like the Scotland's Loch Ness. Like, yeah, it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Well, and I think, because I'm sitting here and kind of on the other side of things where I'm just like, okay. And, and the podcast you mentioned made note of this, that it can be challenging for people because there's so much, the hype is so big about this creature mm-hmm. that we live in a world full of almost too much information where it's mm-hmm. so easy to replicate things, but it's hard to know. Like uh, we were talking about this and I was telling Carrie, okay, evidence for me would be more so things like, okay, multiple drawings from indigenous persons like in old dwellings and things like that or caves and etc rather Mm -hmm. than footage that we have today just because you hear like all the oh well it's just somebody in a costume or it's this that or the other um so i think some of that is a lot more compelling to me than probably anything else is it one of those things then that's like, okay, well, could it be a creature that is no longer around? Just like we have so many other things that did not make it just because they are so infrequent in number. Who knows? Yeah. And there's still discoveries being made mm-hmm. to find things that people either once thought was extinct. That's true. And they figure out, oh my gosh, this is not extinct. It's still here. Mm-hmm. It's abundant in this one place. Yeah. Or... There's still discoveries for creatures that we didn't know about on Earth. Just think about all the different caves Mm -hmm. and places that humans still haven't been able to get to. That you you know there's something in there that we just don't know about yet. Deep, deep cave dweller. Maybe it is a deep, deep cave Mm -hmm. dweller. Mm -hmm. So, for me, I guess the challenge is also if it is an ape... And there's some measure of intelligence there. I feel like the more intelligent a creature is, probably the more likely that we would have contact with them in a more documented manner than we have. Does that make sense? But do you think they're smart enough to know not to do that? That it would be the end of no, their... No, and I guess that's the thing. That like, if it, but mean, then on the other side is like, well, they're so big that... So that that's kind of leading me into my finale. Yeah. this. I don't know if you've picked up on it by now, but I like to think that there are Bigfoots, that there are Fook monsters in South Out Arkansas, there. Mm-hmm. that there are Bigfoots in the Pacific Northwest. Do I want to experience one? Not necessarily. See, I'm opposite. I would. Like, it's kind of funny. We're flipped on that where it's like, okay, I'm a little bit more skeptical of it. Does it exist? But if it did just come out, I would be so excited. I don't know that Bring I'd really be excited to see or hear or like smell one if they smell like skunks and dogs. Man, we got to get you to watch like the, the old classic VHS movie, Harry. I guess so. Have you heard of that? It's a family that they come they across take in Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they have to hide him. Maybe that's what's going on. Just a whole bunch of families are hiding. Maybe so. But I, I'll tell you guys this. And I've told Kathy this before, obviously, since we re- recorded this previously. Mm-hmm. But I like to think that there are Bigfoots in the world because 
I find comfort in the idea that we don't know everything about the world. Mm -hmm. That we don't know everything about this earth. And that there's still things to discover and find out. And there's a almost a guarantee that we'll just never know it all. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that there's a never-ending thing that we can still discover and poke fun at. And, and imagine. And, and imagine and like, about and have such a great time doing all of this. Yeah. I, I love that. And so I do think there are Bigfoots out there. And well, even the two of us being on kind of two kind of separate ends, we can go what they call big footing. Yeah. Which is basically going out into nature, going on a hike, and just looking for Bigfoot. Yes. Whenever you look up items, so there's you need a very to go big footing. Um it's just items that you need. To go hiking. To go on hiking, yes. So that also a stick. Yeah, also a stick. Or you can pick up a stick in the woods. I guess that'll work, too. We'll get to that in a second, I guess. But. I love this. So in order to call a Bigfoot, according Uh to Cliff, Uh you need to be in the woods and create a pattern of sound by smacking a stick on a tree, such as. And if you hear. In the distance, it could be a Bigfoot or it it could be a murderer. But either way, you found something. (laughs) True that. (laughs) So I'm hoping it's Bigfoot. He has had experiences where he saw, heard, and uh, smelled Bigfoots out in the the wilderness Mm -hmm. before. So I think our challenge... For you guys, for today, is to go out and go Bigfootin'. Go Bigfootin'. See if you can find one in your own backyard, Mm -hmm. in your own local park. Take a friend. I definitely take a friend. I don't think this is an activity you should go do alone. But definitely take a friend. Go see if you can find Bigfoot. And sometimes... Sometimes you may not find Bigfoot, but you step into some big old memories. And sometimes just believing in something makes life makes life a, a little, little bit more bit fun. More fun. Mm-hmm. So go have more fun. And with that, <gasps> bye.